Yo, what it do is DJ Dorsey. And Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Come on in. No matter of fact, stay outside. <laughs> we'll talk from the window. Yeah, we'll talk from the I window. I was going to say, come on in, sit your bus down, let's have some dialogue. But y'all, stay outside, <laughs> and we're going to talk to you from the window. Cause, um, like old school, like in the summer when yeah, you we can't go outside. We can't have company right now. <laughs> so you got to yell from the window. We can't have company what right now. What y'all doing? Where y'all about to go? Y'all about to ride y'all bikes? Dang. Yeah. I can't come out today. I'm on punishment. Yeah, we kind of on punishment right now. <laughs> and um, as everybody knows, this is... We we are we're literally recording this on Tuesday, March seventeenth, and I'm about to put this out for the next day. So we're recording this very close to the time that we're putting it out, and this is a very trying time for America, the world. I know we're not going to so much talk about the Corona's virus, but I do want to kind of talk around it, and I'm curious to know. How is this thing affecting y'all? Like, I really need you all to jump in the comments. But let me ask you, and then I'll answer it as well. We'll we'll talk about it. But what are you learning during this current time, like this this virus time? Because this is, as they say, unprecedented times. Because in my life, I just turned thirty nine, y'all, a couple of days ago. The applause button! Yay! Hooray! But. Happy in my 39 years of living, I've never seen anything like this ever. No, I don't, I don't think our parents have either. Never. Um, I think to, 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 live in, to live in a situation of a pandemic um, is crazy. Is that mine? No, that's mine. Um, you can have it if you want to. I thought I brought mine down here. But to live in a time of a pandemic is crazy. Um, what I have learned... You know, some people are saying I'm not paying attention to the media and to the news. And, you know, first of all, I want to commend our governor. I can't speak for other people's governors. Mike DeWine. But I would like to commend my governor, our governor, Mike DeWine for Ohio. Mm -hmm. While I may not always agree with the political agendas and beliefs, I feel like the way that he has come out and consistently and I say consistently because every day at a certain time he comes on, he gives a press release. Certain sort of update, yeah. And, um, you know, just even like today for Ohio, Election Day was canceled. Um, we did not vote today. Um, and that was a really big step. I even heard um, the president say that, you know, he didn't think that was the best move. Um, you know, there's other alternatives. But one thing that they did, he said, Mike DeWine said, is that he wanted to put people first people's safety first mm-hmm. because it's not about just us coming in and voting but it's also about all these workers i think it was like three thousand workers across the state that will go to these different polling stations to set up and interact with people get people signed in help people with the machines all these different things that they are basically trying to protect and like they acknowledge today, a lot of those volunteers or people that do that, work those polls, are older. They're senior citizens. Mm-hmm. They're retired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's older people. It's not young people. It's mm-hmm. usually older people. And so, um, you know, his thing was, I'll take the criticism. I'll take the cr- critique. I'll take the lawsuits. But we have to put people first. Mm-hmm. And so for that, um, he has my respect. And so just as, you know, I stay tuned in 
to it because it's moving so rapidly. I think last week we were at like 12 cases and now today we're up to, I think, 65, if I'm not mistaken. You're talking about in the United States or Ohio? In Ohio, we're up to 65. And they talk about how the numbers double, triple every six days. And so to hear Noah Noah and I, our son, was listening to the world news and they were talking about 348 people, I think, died yesterday. It was in Paris or France? Italy. Italy, thank you. And Italy, and just to think about that number, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think about that number on a daily basis and you multiply that times seven, looking at almost 3,000 people who would die in a week Mm -hmm. is crazy. And the fact that they can't have funerals for people, that they have to put people's names in uh, in, in the obituaries in the newspapers for people to to know who's died. Um, And I think they're saying we're two weeks behind uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. In terms of the um, effect or the, you know, the the the, the heighten of the situation. Mm-hmm. Because they said it's on like on a curve. And so we're still at the bottom of the curve. We have not hit the peak. And when the president said yesterday, and I know a lot of parents feel the same way that I feel, that this can go through June, July, August before it actually like flattens out again. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm an educator. And it's so funny because I see all the memes on Instagram and Facebook and different parents post about, oh, my God, God bless teachers. And then I see teachers because I'm on a um, black educator uh, page on Facebook talk about, no, y'all kids really are off the chain. Now y'all really get a chance to see how off the chain your kids are. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just like to be with your children and not have them go back to school for possibly the next four to five months crazy that's through the end of the year crazy it's almost five months but i stay in tune with it i know some people don't now i don't burden people with all the details and tell everybody every little in and out because it does get overwhelming and quite frankly even though you can be the most spiritual religious person in the world it's real you know so there is a sense of oh my god oh my goodness this is getting close now like right now in dayton montgomery county we don't have any cases in the county but we know it's coming. They said there's known up to five. Cases. Yeah, known cases. Um, I think they started doing test kits today at UD and Sinclair. So we know more results will come out. But it's very, um, it's very um, unnerving. Like it's very, um, like you sit on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like, oh my God, the world has almost literally come to a halt. Right. So back crazy. to crazy. Back to the question. What have you learned in this time? I guess what I've learned is just like just learning about the details and just how serious the pandemic is and not really blowing it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's what I've learned. I, I mean, I've been off on leave for the last four weeks, mm-hmm. um, I'll be off another two weeks. So in terms of slowing down life, I think my life had already kind of slowed down cause I had been home. Um, so the value there, it has always been there, but to have the family close and just trying to keep everybody safe is a concern. Mm-hmm. But in terms of learning, like I can't really say specifically like what I have learned because some of the different practices that they're suggesting are everyday practices for us. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you wash your hands. And um, I think the social distancing, distancing is, is something that is um, 
a term that I wasn't familiar with necessarily as a specific term, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just learning a new, learning a new normal. I think for me, it seems like <clears throat> you, I think I've, especially with social media, I've learned how fearful people have be, are, are situations like this. And I heard Dave Ramsey say something that I, I totally agree with. He said, you got some people that's just, you got two types of people. People that's going to overreact, you got people that's going to underreact. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you need both. You need people that's going to look at it in the realest way. And you're going to have some people that's going to be like, yo, calm down. It's not that bad. It kind of balances each other out. And I've learned that if, if I've learned anything over time, that when situations like this happen, people come together. A lot of people work together. Now, you got the other people out there that you got to watch out for, the crooks and scammers and stuff like that. But in the most case, people band together and try to help out. Now, what's awkward about this? Because think about it. Exactly. Because I'm like, how have people really come together? Because we're this. This what I. This what I was about to say. This. This is where it gets awkward. We can't come together. It's almost like our hands are tied behind our back. Now, where I feel, where I feel, people are going, where the people are not helping, is the hoarders. And what I mean by that is the people that's going and buying a whole bunch of stuff from the store so that when other people go, there's nothing else available. I Correct. think I think that's a little bit disrespectful. You know, we've all talked about it, and I'm not going to really dish into it, but the toilet tissue, like, I don't get it. So what the about toilet the toilet tissue, the water? I the, mean, the I had wa- a quick list for Kroger's today, and there was no eggs. I couldn't get eggs. I couldn't get meat. I couldn't get chicken, beef, you know. So it's kind of like... It makes me wonder who who doesn't buy this stuff so that when we need it, all of a sudden we can't get it. So that means that to me, that means people are hoarding it. You Absolutely. Know and and it's, it's unfair. And I'm, I'm loving and I'm appreciating what I'm seeing stores are doing. Only two per customer, only three per customer, only one per customer. They're putting up signs like y'all can't get that much because I'm sure they're hearing it from other people that's coming in there like, yo, y'all ain't got no more. Blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning that a lot of people, when they go into panic mode, this is what happens. Because even when I think about the tornadoes, well, maybe in the area that the tornadoes happened, water was going, you know, water was becoming a low supply. But if you come on a different side of town, it was easy to find water. Well, people were bringing in water to those areas, though. Mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. shipping in water from all over the country. Yeah, true. But in that, in those areas, it was hard to find water. Yeah. And when you could find it, there were certain places that was spiking up the prices, mm-hmm. which was dead wrong. But I think in a time of crisis, what I've seen is people band together and they come together and they do what's necessary. Now, I'm going to tell you, a, but in this one, like I said, our hands are tied. But I'm going to tell you an area that I really didn't think about until uh, one of my DJ friends called me. And told me he was just leaving Nashville and they getting hit with a double whammy. Right, because of the tornado. They got hit with the tornadoes and now they're going through this. Mm-hmm. Where are them people going? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at people like that, that situation. I'm like, whoa. But I mean, and you can't really do too much to help them because it's like social distancing. Well, everybody distancing. has to keep their distance. But what I want to go back to in terms of the sense of community, I think we're seeing less of a sense of community just because of the social distancing and because um, of fear of contracting a virus, or spreading a virus to one, one another. So 
of course, <laughs> small gatherings and everything, you're like, no, I'm good. It was but, for, yeah. but but what, what I want to say is that I'm I'm really proud of how, despite your political preference, Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever, they working people are working together mm-hmm. at the high level of government. Um, Keisha Bottoms, Mayor, let me correct, Mayor Keisha Bottoms of Atlanta, um, I saw that she, because I follow her on Instagram, but I, fo- I saw that she said that um, she's suspending all evictions, um, you know, um, all orders that are suspending people's gas and electric, you know, um, that kind of stuff goes a long way. Heck yeah. And I think these are the moments that we need to pay attention to our government officials mm-hmm. um, so that when re-election time does come, that we know the people that were on the ground. I've seen your heart. That really, really was showing compassion, that was coming together, that was showing um, that they really care about our state and care about our cities. Those are the people that I think are the heroes, if you will, in this situation because right now they're the ones that, ha- that are in a position that they can do more than we can do mm-hmm. because of the virus, and they're risking their lives. Um, the same thing with nurses and doctors, um, and, and, um, patient care people that are taking care of people in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my sister's a nurse and she works in a commu- in a senior citizen community where they she's interacting pro. with, um, seniors every day. Yeah. Um, she has to get tested, temperature tested before she can go into work. Oh, does she? Yes. Okay. Every day. Um, you know, so th- it's, there are people who can't work from home. You and I have the option right now that we can work from home. Yeah. Um, our kids are home. So our whole family um, is at home. Mm-hmm. But there are people who cannot. Their job is to go out and deal with people and interact with people, police officers. I mean, there are a lot of service people that have to interact with people regardless. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, though, I know for us, it's, it's been a little rough for me because I work. typically I work from home two days a week. Now I'm working from home where my job was like, yo, don't even come in until indefinitely. Just work from home. Now the challenge is the kids are home. Right. And every 20 minutes they're coming tapping me on my shoulder. And I've gotten to a point where usually when I work from home, you know, I just, I'm in my zone. I have to put my headphones on now. I never put headphones on at home. I have to put my headphones on because there's so much distraction happening. Mm-hmm. As much as I try to tell them, yo, I'm still working. I need y'all to keep it down. But in the home space, it's kind of hard. Like At the same time, I'm trying to be understanding because based on where I'm working, it's, it's off the side of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So they have to go in there and get something to eat um, in the living room. It's off the side of the living room in the kitchen the way our house is set up so they have to go in there and get something to eat they you know certain things happen in there it's the main spot i'm mm-hmm. not in that spot but i'm next to it mm-hmm. so one part of me is trying to be understanding but the other part of me is like this is why i like to work from home so i don't get distracted yeah I but mean- but at the same time it's they they keep that that's the and they need help with certain things with their work yeah and i think so what we have to establish because this all just happened for us in Ohio um as of 
really officially yesterday was the first day that kids were no longer in school. And so we really need to sit down as a family and develop a schedule, a routine for them. I'm a very routine person. And lately, these last four weeks, I haven't really had to be in a routine because I was at home recuperating and they were at school and you will do your thing and I would do my thing and I would be fine. But now that we're all in the flow, because in a couple of weeks when I'm back officially to work and I'm working from home as well, mm-hmm. we all have I have conference calls. You have conference calls. Y'all can't be yelling and hollering and running and carrying on. So mm-hmm. we need to develop some um, a schedule. Yeah. So I'm so. curious to know for those who are listening, how is this? How are these changing changes affecting you? Dropping it if you're in SoundCloud, drop it in the um, comment box. Now, one thing that I'm super proud of. Everybody knows I'm a DJ. And there was a point in time when I was considering going full time. Mm-hmm. You know, I work a full time job. And the reason why some people probably wonder, like, where do you work at? I don't talk about my job on any type of media platforms because I work for a major company and they have strong social media guidelines. So I don't even I don't even mention where I work. And some people are surprised to find out that I actually work a full time job. They'd be like, you actually got a job? I thought you DJ full time. No. I do got a day job where I work, you know, what you would consider a nine to five, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. But that you've been working for how long? Since two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Uh moved around, then I left the company, came back. But I just don't dis- I just don't talk about it, y'all, because social media and I don't want nothing coming back. These are my views and I don't even put them in it. Blah, 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 blah. But I've considered going full time at one point. And and, and it's I never seen this on my radar, so I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, and this is the reason why I didn't go," because that's not the reason. I went. I didn't go full time because at one point I was like, "I'm thinking about it. My my sales is, you know, really doing good. They're working. I can, you know, and give it some time." And I encourage you, like, we'll do it then. Yeah, and it was like once I get to a certain point, then I really might pull the trigger. And then I changed my mind after a while. This was probably like two years ago when I was really talking that talk. And then one day it just hit me like, nah, don't go full time. And the reason being, the, my reasons was medical benefits, benefits, mm-hmm. free money, mm-hmm. 401k match. My job, I get 401k and I still get a pension. So I'm getting free money. If I was doing that full time, I wouldn't have no 401k getting matched unless I'm matching it. Right. So I'm getting free money, medical benefits. If I was, I could go on your benefits if I was full time. Yeah. But, you know, God forbid something happened with your job, then we could just switch to my benefits. You know what I'm saying? So I just think about stuff like that. Um, But who would have seen this coming? And this is one of them times. And the reason why I'm saying that is because all of my March events, the rest of them, has been canceled. Mm -hmm. I have no DJ events the rest of this month. And you were booked? I was booked solid. Mm-hmm. And then next month, I'm booked solid. But it's the question mark that's hanging over the whole month of April. The whole month of April, because they're talking, this might not end until June, July, August. Right. But they got this quarantine thing going on for 15 days. So do we resume, resume back to normal next month? But I'm just happy and so like, whoo, I'm glad I never left my job. Like, mm-hmm. I have that feeling mm-hmm. because I have some de- full-time DJ friends that are hurting right now. 
And just entrepreneurs in general. Oh, especially. And it's not just us. Mm-mm. I mean, and think about it, comedians. Yeah. Comedians ain't touring right now. And it's a lot of comedians are full-time. Mm-hmm. Some some work full-time jobs, My too. hairstylist, one of my hairstylists, because hair? I have a braider, then I have a hairstylist, but my hairstylist is like, nope, I'm not doing any clients, yeah. you know? So what we going to do better? <laughs> and, and, and it's like, it's one of those things to where... YouTube. I might have to go get some clippers because Noah's hair needs yeah, to like, get cut. Yeah, like, seriously, it's like YouTube. Yeah, and I'm going to have to YouTube it, like... I don't cut hair. I trim my beard, and that's about that's far as I go. You're to do my hair too while you at it. <laughs> you got a darter up there, <laughs> but you 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 want your hair braided. <laughs> um, but no. So these are so these are things I'm probably gonna have to learn, and I could just do an even or all around cut, like just an even an all even around Steven. where I'm not trying to do no fade. I could just do a even cut all the way around. We'll let y'all know how that go next week. Yeah, I, I gotta go. I pro- I was gonna go buy some, but I meant to order them yesterday. But oh, I sure. I was looking at them on Amazon. And I totally forgot to hit Your the after cart. Your alias was closed. That's why. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and order them because I ain't even leave the house today. I ain't even step foot outside. Like I'm quarantined. Oh, I did. But look, let me say my story real quick. Yeah. Okay, so I I had to leave today real quick because I needed to go get my click list order from Kroger's Mm because I said, why fight with these people in these stores? I can just put my order in. Long story short, I ordered three days ago, went today, and half of my list, including the meat, eggs, and something else I said I was hot about, they didn't have it in the store. Okay, Mm -hmm. So didn't go in the store, but I had to go to the fabric store because I needed to get this craft project for the kids because mm-hmm. they're not gonna drive me crazy they mm-hmm. need something to mm-hmm. do so i went in the store and i was praying and hoping like lord please don't let these people you know be packed up in here let me get in let me get out mm-hmm. so just so happened the store was fairly light wasn't that many people in there but just so happened i had turned down for what i was in that i was in an aisle mm-hmm. a lady turned down my aisle for what? and she skirted out of that aisle so quick I just start laughing. Like, you know, we are in some different times when people are like, oh, let me, I'm, I, I, let me get out your way. And I just cracked up laughing, but it's the reality. Like, I don't want you near me. You don't want me near you, but check this out. So I get in the line, mm-hmm. check out. Now the person that was in front of me checking out, she, I was way, I mean, I was probably about three, four shopping carts behind her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good. You go up there. I'm back here. Well, there's a lady that comes behind me. She's literally standing behind me, okay, almost on my heels. Breast touching your back. And I'm like, (laughs) lady, I mean, did you hear about the social distancing? I mean, what? Why are you on my back? Mm -hmm. So I was like, Maya, you're not going to be rude. Just keep you cool. So I walk in front of my cart so that we have the space between the front of the cart and the back of the cart in between us. And I'm thinking to myself, like, seriously? Seriously, this is how this thing spreads because people hard headed don't listen. And even today with the press, um, with the press release they um did today, well, with the press conference, I should say they did today with the president. He's like, look, y'all stay out the clubs, stay out the bars, stay out the restaurants. We all have to listen like we all have to do this. Listen, Linda, stay out of it. And I mean, it's just like people feel like and he and they really we're pleading to millennials and young people like, I know y'all like to congregate. know y'all like to have a good time. But y'all need to FaceTime, mm-hmm. do social chatting, whatever. This is the time to use social. Together. This is the time where social media needs to really 
do I'm that. I'm not ready to get my grandma an iPad though. Like do, for real, do I that. See my grandma every day. Yeah. But yeah, seriously. Oh, dang, that, that's an Android family over there. I know. I should have took my iPad down there and let her use my iPad you so I could FaceTime her. But you know what you really need to get her? What? That's the Amazon thing. The Amazon thing. Um, the the video screen. Since we got, I'm sorry. Google Home. No, no, no. Well, um, am our Amazon Echo stuff. She got an Echo. Oh, that's right. We did get her Echo. Alexa. Alexa, yeah. They got the ones with the screen. Oops. I'm having trouble connecting. Alexa, stop. Alexa, please stop. Okay, we we can't say Alexa around. I forgot. But I need to get something because I need to lay eyes on my grandma every day. Okay. Yeah. And it's to the point, even with the seniors, and then we can move on. Even with the seniors, like I had got some food together for my grandmother because my grandmother is 96. She just turned 96 on March 9th. Um, but she's a young 96. But I don't like my grandma to be trying to worry about what she's going to eat for mm-hmm. dinner or whatever. So I had took some, gave some stuff to my sister to take to drop off. So yesterday I had to remind my sister, like, you cannot go in there. You cannot go in the house with grandma. Like, you're going to have to drop the food off on the door and have them come get it. My dad and my stepmom come get it and take it to her. And especially especially her mother-in-law, too. Yeah. Stepmom-in-law. My stepmom is, is, you know, she's trying to mend from some different surgeries and procedures that she's had. And so she's really at risk as well as my (laughs) my grandmother. But I told my mom last night, y'all do realize y'all seniors, right? Y'all do realize they said the 65 and up. Y'all seniors, y'all not supposed to be exposed. Baby, I might be old, but I'm young at heart. <laughs> that go for all of our parents. Uh, y'all do realize y'all they talking to y'all. Yeah, man. This this is this is crazy. Now, this is one of the things I'm not understanding now. I I think other places, other states are doing this, but I'm not sure. I know New York is, and I know Ohio is. No bars, no no restaurants, gyms. Yeah, no gym, movie theaters, movie theaters. Yep. Those little spots that people go they shut them down and they tried it at the movie theater they were trying to space out the seating and everything but they like let me let me me say something though i know this needs to be lifted by may because black widow comes out which is a marvel movie and i need and fast and the furious 10 comes out what if they come straight out to like netflix or something i'm with it i want them to do that anyway netflix and pay them a deal i you know i feel like and i've all i've said this and this this is a perfect example unfortunately iTunes, Google Play, they have the resources to say, you know what? They might even push these movies back. I'm not sure because those are blockbuster I movies. I think they should push all this stuff back to I'm late summer. So- no, 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 no. Yeah, they should. No, no, just, just, just release it out for us because I cannot wait another year late for a movie. Summer. I ne- this coming summer. This summer, late summer. Oh, you said late. I thought you said next summer. No, late. Summer. Oh, I thought you said next summer. I'm like, whoa, huh. whoa, 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 whoa. But this is one of them times to where if if situations are going on, maybe they should release it to iTunes or Google Play to where we like we can watch it from the comfort of our homes. Because technically, if a lot of these, if Fast and Furious, if Avengers, any of them big movies was to come out and they was to give me an option between going to the movie theater and watching it at home, I'm watching it right here on this TV. This flat screen TV on the comfort of our couch with the surround sound. I'm good. I'm good. Like, but we don't know. We got to see what these 15 days look like. I think everything that's ha- supposed to happen. I mean, think about all these festivals Essence, Cincinnati's Jazz Fest, South by Southwest. Um, 
talking about the Rib Fest, all the stuff that happens in Columbus, Ohio State Fair, everything, Chicago, Every, Texas, NBA. Chicago, the NBA. Now that crushed my heart because if y'all NC- don't know, I am a huge the Final Four NBA fan. Huge. The Final Four, and and it's like Dayton, our own city, became was number three in the NCAA. Yeah, and canceled like that. That I know that hurt them. Olympics. The Olympics. Yeah. yeah. But this was. They I was, said the Olympics was still going on. No, it ain't. I heard last week they said that they were still going to have it, which I thought was crazy, but maybe I misheard. Maybe I'm thinking about a different. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I know they I said heard it was in jeopardy. It was still going on. That's what I heard. I know there was some questions circling the uh, circling what was going on. But um, this is what I was going to say. This, this is the part that's confusing me about the gyms and restaurants and bars. Restaurants and bars the most. You can't eat in there. But you can do takeout. Okay. But I'm not feeling that because what if one of them got something? <coughs> Sneezing and wiping their nose. No. I, I'm that, I'm, I'm no, not thank hating. You. And I want to support businesses, especially some small businesses. Mm-hmm. But if we social distancing ourselves and you're handing me my food that I'm going to consume. And money with them same gloves on. Let me. Okay. I'm not because, understanding Because that. why are the gloves the new hands? I'm just saying, like you have to change still the gloves. Stuff. You got to change the gloves like every, time every you touch ten something. seconds. Every time you touch technically something. for it to be effective, but you feel like because you got a pair of gloves on, you still touching my money, then touching my food, and then touching the cash register, and touching my like duh. You might as well have on just don't have no gloves on. Yeah, that that, that that's the part that I'm like. And okay. even without Corona, that drives me crazy. You see somebody with some gloves on, but you didn't touch everything. Now you didn't touch my food. Uh, no. Yeah. Get a new pair of gloves, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know I'm OCD. I don't, I, first of all, I don't like to eat out. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't because I, I, people are nasty. People don't take the same precautions that I take when, when it comes to cooking my food. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah. But they say with the coronavirus, they have not found any evidence that it survives in food, I guess because of the heat. That's if you're getting your food hard. To, what about the cold, cold cut they sandwiches? Said, they said, I mean, I heard it addressed a couple times in a couple of different press conferences that there's no evidence that it's transferred in food. It's more people to people, spitting on people, you know, that that What exchange. about the people that spit on, like, when they talking over my food? I don't know. I'm just telling you. But I'm not taking no chances yeah. because I don't like eating out without the coronavirus for real. So I'm definitely not trying to eat out with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to cook, I highly recommend you go to Pinterest. You can learn how to cook in about 10 steps. Anything you want to learn how to eat. But, you know, it even goes even f- well, you for me. Eat. For me, it even goes further than that. Because think about the people that work in the supermarkets for us, Kroger, or or um, any any market where they prepare meat. They got to touch it before they package it, too. Oh, that's why you're supposed to rinse your meat off good before you even cook it. You know me. But if that if that is true, like, for instance, ground turkey, something that we get, or ground beef. Yeah, you can't rinse that off, unfortunately. But maybe that's where the heat kills it? I don't know. But let me go back to this. Cause I don't want to sound insensitive because we know people personally that have businesses, yeah. food businesses. Close to us. Yes, that have food businesses. And I hate that they're losing out and missing out on money as mm-hmm. a result of this. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just not one. I trust certain people. Mm-hmm. Hands down, eyes closed. I know my food is prepared well. And maybe we need to ask that question. But I just don't. Eat, it's just a risk to me. Mm-hmm. And everybody does not take the same precautions. You cannot 
guarantee that everybody is taking this as seriously as you are Mm -hmm. and taking the same precautions that you're taking. That's what gives you the, uh, uh, I'm just not going to fool with it because it's just like some people are very haphazard with things and they just, okay, lackadaisical. I'm going to make this blow my nose and touch your foot. No, Mm -hmm. this thing is deadly. I don't care what they say about, um, millennials and and children are less, least at risk for now. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking no chances. I'm just not. You didn't cough into your arm right there. Shut your mouth because I did (laughs) cough in my arm. Yo, this is another thing. People been joking, and maybe some people take it as a joke. They said coughing is a new bullet. <laughs> yeah, 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 coughing is a new bullets. But black people and germophobics and black people can't catch the corona. Some people jokingly say that. Anybody can catch it. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, anybody can catch it. But let me tell y'all something for my friends who are not black. Black people have always been germophobic. We've been very germaphobic. And let, Man, let, let me let you, you in. You got a whole whooping coming inside let me let and you, you don't in. wash your hands yeah, you came uh, from uh, the and, outside. And if we see you in the restroom not washing your hands, we, we talking about you. But let me let you all in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. I need you to touch your neighbor and say, let him in on the secret. We're not touching neighbors no more. Well, look at your neighbor six feet away. For real. When you do carry-ins at your job. Oh, Lord. All the black people gather around and say. Who made that? Who made that? <laughs> that we, Who we, made that? We we look at each other, and we I don't even have to know you, but there's, there's just a way that most of us that was raised, especially inner city, now the suburban black folk, they might not know the code. You know the code, but they know the code too. But let me let y'all in on a secret. Whenever y'all do a carry in, and we see certain things, we're gonna say. Mm, that smell good. Mm, that look good. That's first thing. And, and then we second go. Thing the is, second thing is we never say it out loud, but the eyes say it. Them eyebrows. We like. Who made this? Who made that? Oh, Karen with the three cats. <laughs> We're not touching <laughs> that six one. Six dogs and the gerbil. Oh, you talking about uh, um, Sam that likes to fish and and likes to hunt deer. And he's the same guy that goes in the restroom into the stall and walks right out? Yeah, we're not touching that one. We're good. Oh, who made that one? Bonquisha? We know she cleaned her hands. Mm-hmm. It, that, it might sound funny, but it's the truth. I mean, because there is this, 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 not, I'm not going to say rumor, but it's this, this idea. I don't know who Bonquisha is, but sorry, black lady, if I stereotyped your name. Lord. Um, there is this idea, this belief that I'm just gonna say it that oh, white people are not Sarah as clean. that smokes chain cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, we're not touching that. That they're not as clean. Now I can't dispute it. I can't say yay nay or whatever. But there's always been this idea out there, and so I I'm not white. I don't know. You know, I know some people that are extremely clean, like. I tell you offline that's very, like like just really like OCD clean mm-hmm. and they're white you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but I can't speak for everybody yeah, but there's it. still an idea of, um what do you call that when you put something out there on people um stereotype a stereotype mm-hmm. that white people are, are not as clean but for me but it, might be, but it might be as clean as we are or yeah. what we consider to be clean because see this is something that we ain't gonna do for for example I can you, you black, 
and Sarah next to you is white. Y'all both got a bag of Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Maya, can I have some Skittles? What I, you going to do? I'll pour them in your hand. Sarah's going to pour it into her hand first and then hand me the Skittles. Or maybe reach in a bag and hand it to you. Yeah, like, no. Pour it out the bag so it don't touch your hand into my hand. So what you do when they when they touch them and then put them, when somebody touch it and put it in your hand, what you going to do? No, no, thank you. Girl, me being me, me being Terrence Dorsey, I'm going to be like, anybody taking them mugs out your hand? <laughs> and that's me. And see, me, I'm going to take them, say thank you, and then I'm going to politely throw them in the trash. If I don't know you that well, and I don't know you might get offended, I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Or or I have Take a sip of something. I done had that happen. Somebody took a sip of a drink that I had. It was mine. And when I brought it to their attention and I said, did you just drink out of my cup? They were like, oh, nope. I, didn't, I didn't recognize that was your cup. I mean, it proceeded to continue drinking. Was, I'm like, was this your cup? And I'm like, you're still drinking out of my cup. To let you know I don't have any cooties, I don't think, but that's still my glass. And they were like, okay. And I'm just like, God, my throat would have closed up. <laughs> I would have threw up. I'll like, never I'm, forget. I don't even the- like drinking after the kids, though. Mm-mm. If I realized that I didn't had their bottle of water, I swear it feels like <laughs> literally like I'm dying. Now, now I'm not I'm not I'm gonna be an equal opportunity offender here. Now the one thing that I never understood, and this might be for the people that grew up in the hood or even if you watch hood movies. Now something I never understood. Because everybody every black person ain't grew up in the hood. I didn't grow up in the hood. Okay. Is the people that share alcohol. Well, now, alcohol, they say it's different. Now, I don't share my I, alcohol for real. I don't get real. that. Like, I've seen cats pass, pass yeah, a bottle or something. They say alcohol is supposed to kill the germs, but I don't know. That's why in mass, in Catholic mass, because I went to a Catholic oh, school, heck's no. I couldn't understand. I'm like, are y'all drinking grape juice like we do at the black church? Because we have individual cups. So when I first, <laughs> for real. So when I first went to, <laughs> seriously. They passed the cup, right? No, for real. They, re- I mean, they really passed yes, the cup, right? like they mm-hmm. literally do. So like when I went to mass, I didn't go to Catholic school till I got to high school ninth grade Mm -hmm. so it was like completely foreign I mean for eight years I've never seen no stuff like this before Mm -hmm. so I'm like everybody about to go up there and he gonna wipe that cup off and y'all about to drink like are y'all drinking grape juice they're like no it's wine I'm like what kind of wine because I know some of these kids up in here and I wouldn't dare especially uh Sarah over there with all the bumps on her mouth for real okay (laughs) I wouldn't dare drink after them okay i don't, I but, don't know why i'm using sarah as a name but there's not too many black people named sarah just FYI. anywho um i'm like i wouldn't dare drink after them no yeah. way in the world i'm not going up there so i never participated in mass in high school because i just couldn't get past the point i'm like can i get the cracker and not that because i can't yeah it's and, just cultural and, and communion in black churches is so funny because they, them mugs was coming individually wrapped the cracker and the lately cup. like towards the like really like in recent times but back yeah. in the day you had the cups and you yeah. had them broke up crackers yeah but yeah but now it was a wafer and a cup attached to each other and you just unwrapped the wafer it was like it was like a packed by like school administrator yep. uh, lunches or something yep. now here's one thing that i noticed because i grew up in dayton inner city dayton went to a public school majority black all the way up until fifth grade sixth and seventh grade i went to dayton christian which was predominantly white 
And I was a band kid, so I played a lot of, I played instruments in school. So at Dayton Public School, in my black school, if I needed help with something, the teacher would say, he would do something like bop, bop, like he'll, he'll be like, give me an example. And he'll clap his hands like, you got to go bop, 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 bop. When I went to Dayton Christian, I seen something I'd never seen in my life. The teacher would take your instrument. And he would blow in it. Like he would he would put his mouth on the instrument. And I remember seeing that for the first time, like, I never asked a question. I never asked for help. <laughs> never. If I didn't get it, I was just gonna be like, because I'm I would see people like, I don't get it. He'd be like, let me see. This is how you're supposed to do it. He'll take the instrument and be like, do 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 And I'm gonna need you to come back with a Clorox wipe. And I'm looking like... And you can't even do that because the spit is down in the thing. Babe, I'm in sixth grade looking like... What the... I'm not going to be able to do it. No! What, 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 what is going on here? I'm so not going to be able to do it. That is just certain things that culturally that we do different. And I, I to that day, that left a bad mark on me. And I'm like... Hmm. But it, again, it goes to your point of just cultural differences. And it's a cultural difference. It's a cultural to difference. Them, to, to white people, it's to other cultural, cultures, it's a it cultural, might, it and might, it might be not okay. just be white people. It might really be, because I mean, you have a lot of cultures that are very um, communal, how you say, communal cultures, where mm-hmm. they like do everything together and touch things and drink and share and all that. But for the way that I was raised, <laughs> we were raised, like, I got another funny story. It just, like, my mom literally would be like, you better not stick your hand on my plate. You will get your whole hand knocked off. And, like, uh, and this, no. this this is a no-no in our culture. Absolutely let's say, not. Let's say you made some soup. And, and you going to dip the bi- spoon in there and take a sip from it and drop it back in there? That One sip, that spoon got to go. Or... Kool-Aid back in the day. You taste the Kool-Aid and, and it's drop like, it back in there. It's oh, like you the can whole Kool-Aid. A whole thing. <laughs> yeah, the co- Kool-Aid is done. We don't we don't even want it no more. <laughs> we good. That's now, your Kool-Aid. Here, here's another funny story. At work some years ago. This is probably 10, nine, 8, 9, 10 years ago. I'm at work. There was a carry-in. I'm going to change the name of this girl. White girl that I used to work with. We were super cool. Um, Elite. I was about to say Alicia. Alicia, white girl name? It don't matter. Just say that. Just come up with a name. Monica. Monica had made something. And she was like, T. She always called me T. T, you got to taste this. By the time she said this, she had the spoon in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. Like, she didn't give me a chance to be like, ooh, what is that? (laughs) She had, she had, like, she had the spoon in her hand with her hand (laughs) under the spoon, like, so the food don't spill. And she, "Mm, you got to taste this and stuck it in my mouth. I was like, chewing and looking at her like, (laughs) I'm slowly dying. (laughs) What just happened? Like, I kid you not, I was so confused. Like, how did she do that? Like, I didn't even see the spoon in your hand. Because, you know, we just <laughs> mingling. And all I heard was, T, you got to take this. I'm like, wow. And then she takes another bite and puts the spoon right in her mouth and just keeps going. And I'm like, are, just, are we married? Like, what, what just happened and, here? And even in that, it's so crazy. Because even with me and you, like, 
We, we kiss, don't do that too we much. We kiss and stuff, but we do not drink after each other. Mm-mm. We do not eat off each other's fork too much. And it's been times like where... we don't. But, but if you want something to drink, you're going to hold it above your mouth and let it fall in. You ain't going to put your right. lips on the bottle. Right. Like, that. let me get a swig. And I'd be like, this is crazy because we do everything else together. But with that, I'd be like, no, here's your just, phone, here's my I phone. I think it's just our upbringing. And I think culturally, that's just... And, and I'm curious, and I don't want anybody to think we're being racist because we're not. We're just talking about the difference of cultures. It's cultural difference. It's cultural difference. So, like, even with this coronavirus is going on, it's certain things that is like when they say wash your hands and the basic stuff, we looking like we've we, been doing that. Man, listen, my mom is 67 years old, okay? She will tell my sister is almost 50, I'm almost 40. My mom will make something. And she'll be like, okay, y'all, come on, y'all, wash your hands. We'd be looking like, hey, how old are we? Yeah, yeah. Y'all need to, did y'all wash your hands? Ma, seriously? I mean, it's just one of those things that you just know is a no-no. As soon as the kids come in the house, they have to wash their hands. We yelling. I don't even care if we going to eat five minutes later. Wash your hands again. Because if you didn't touch the floor and did a cartwheel, dancing, whatever, and then hit... Now your hands, your hands are contaminated. Go wash your hands. Because Noah's again. good for that. Noah be eating, then he'll go run off and do a cartwheel. Be like, go wash I, your go hands. Go wash your hands. But I wash my again. Your hands been on the floor. I mean, like it's just. I mean, it's probably on the but OCD you, but side. You, but, but you know it's what's just crazy? But you know what's even crazier about that though? That's kind of funny. We are germaphobics. I know I am. Most black people are, but we got one of the dumbest rules. If you think about it. What? The five second rule. Yeah. If something falls on the floor and ain't even been on the floor five seconds, we're going to still eat it. Like, you better pick that up and eat that or rinse that off. It's one of the dumbest rules, which kind of contradicts everything that right. we do. But a I don't whole, know where this. A whole chicken wing hit the floor. You better eat that. You better throw and, that in the trash. And our prayer is this Bless God, it. Nope. God made dirt. Dirt, dirt don't, don't hurt. hurt. That's true. <laughs> you got that as a kid. As Kiss adult, it up to the air. As adult, we still Start do it. Chewing. It's probably one of the dumbest things that we do with that's black true. people. But that's true. It contradicts everything, to be quite honest. Because that's what Jay did the other day. She said, oh, I'm about to eat that. Noah was like, uh, Jay, this is the corona. You can't you can't eat that, Jay. She like, shoot, I'm about to rinse it off. I'm about to eat it. This is a different type of dirt. Right. That like, will he, hurt. He said, you got, we got corona. <laughs> yeah, man. So... Anybody out there that's listening, um, we hope that you all are following the instructions of your local government and just the government in general. Because yeah, please comply. I, I think you know, Best even you when can. I think about and and we don't really talk politics, but I will say this, and you you mentioned it earlier, even about our governor Mike Dewine. I don't I don't swing Republican. I don't swing Democrat. I don't. I'm not even talking about that. However, what I will say is, I think. Where he's doing a good job is it feels like he's putting people first. It feels like he's putting people first. Absolutely. And on top of that, he's not just throwing out this is the problem. I feel like he's trying to throw out solutions as mm-hmm. well. I'll even go a little bit further. Even the White House is trying to put out solutions as well. They are, but what but I, I read an article last night um about Governor DeWine and they were saying how he's almost becoming a national model. Um, where people are, other cities and states are kind of modeling some of his um, communication 
and using it in their cities and their states. And so I just would say, you know, kudos to him and his leadership team. Mm -hmm. And God bless that Dr. Amy Atkin, because I know she tired. I remember when this first came on probably like three weeks ago and they started having like updates. Mm-hmm. She was all bright, bubbly, and energetic. Now you see her, it's just like you can just see the wear, you know, because they're on calls all day and night, all morning, mm-hmm. um, FaceTiming, on the phone with the with the White House and everybody. And, um, you know, that level of leadership really puts you to the test. And so, um, you know, because it's kind of like, okay, it's a regular 9-to-5 operation you know, daily operation, offices closed on the weekends. And when you see your government officials working, giving up um, press conferences and updates on a Saturday, on a Sunday, you know, a couple times during the day, doing conferences, like it really puts you to the test. Yeah. And so we have to, again, be very vigilant mm-hmm. of our government officials during this time, but also very prayerful for them mm-hmm. because they have families too. And they're putting their lives out here on the risk at risk every day, trying to keep us safe, trying to provide information and details for us. Yeah. So I say kudos to them. And, and another thing that I think people don't really consider, because when you work from home, you're like, oh, good. I ain't got to go in the office. I don't have to put no clothes on. I can do my job from home. I ain't got to leave the house. I ain't got to waste no outfits either. I don't have to go get gas. I don't have to worry about lunch. I blah, got blah, gas. Okay, so, you know, you those are the things that you think about. You're crazy. Those are the things you think about initially. But there's also people whose environments that are not conducive for them to be home. Mm-hmm. We have to also pray and think about people who children adults college students that are being sent home people that don't have food people Mm -hmm. that barely can pay their electric um bill already struggling need money need more money people that just lost their jobs that are in these different industries that lost their jobs especially like the the, uh, people that work in restaurants and the bars Uh, movie theaters all these different places people have the the uh, nba arenas that have lost their jobs but i commend the nba players too and the association and managers because they are trying to compensate the different employees in these different arenas by using their money, their income to band together, to pay the salaries of these different staff people that generally would do operation of these different stadiums for games and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so many people have been laid off, but just going back to my point of um, homes, everybody's home is not the Brady Bunch. Everybody's home is not, you know, conducive where it's like, yay, we're all at home and let's do a project together, guys. Let's bake some cookies and let's make something. You know, some homes are very disruptive. They are very um, abusive. Um, some ho- some kids are like, oh, my God, I'd rather be any place but here. Mm-hmm. You know, so we also have to think about the implications that this has on people emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. Um, not just financially and physically. So a lot of my prayers go out to um, those individuals, those people that I know are in situations where, God forbid, they're in an abusive situation now on a daily basis, all day. There is no escape. You can't get to your neighbor's house because of the fear of contracting this virus. Um, I think the I think the rainbow in the sky almost is that the weather is trying to break. And so on some warmer days, you know, for the kids to at least be able to get outside, ride a bike, do something, even mm-hmm. though they're not supposed to be together in a group, but at least go outside, do some flips and have some level of escape. 
So I just <laughs> think those cra- are crazy thing about that is the kids just went outside probably about an hour and a half ago. And yeah, I heard you fussing at them. I was on a call. They they asked me to go outside, and I was like, "Give me five minutes." They had to go on the internet, and I looked at some articles. Like, is it even safe for them to go outside and play? And based on what I read, it was like, you know, at first they thought it wasn't, but they was like, if they're not at a common sharing like a playground, thing, like the playground, you know, playground. Oh yeah. Um. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, y'all. Everything is a song. Um, everybody knows what song that was, too. Especially if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s. Anywho, um, they just went outside. And I looked out the window, and they was playing soccer together. And they was out there just doing some flips. And I'm like, okay. And then right before we re- started record- <laughs> recording Ding this. Dong. Yeah, right before we started recording this podcast, we heard the doorbell. And I'm like, uh-oh, it's one of the neighborhood kids. And I'm like. Don't y'all open that door? <laughs> and they actually was talking to her from the window, talking to him from the window, and I was like, "These kids, these kids got a little sense." Yeah, she was like, "Um, so when can you come out? Because I'm not gonna be over here. Um, t- after today, I'll be back on Thursday." <laughs> she was like, "Jay was like, well, I don't know. Just come back on Thursday." But kids. And that's what I, I hear you keep asking them, like, do y'all understand the seriousness of this situation? Because kids don't, I mean, they're just so care, carefree, whatever, no big deal. I'm out of school, I don't, you know, so it's not as intense. You know, mm-hmm. it's the adults that understand truly the awareness of the implications of what this can c- cause and do. They ain't on that. They're just like, I just want to have fun. Yeah. I, shout out to my homie, um, Rachel. I was talking to her today, and uh, I seen some of her Facebook posts, so I called her, and I was like, you are hilarious, because she has her kids up at 6.30 in the morning exercising. I know she got that's them right, running. Rachel. Send me some videos, Rachel. She got them running. She got them uh, doing push-ups and suicides, and she's like, I got them on a schedule. They mm-hmm. wake up at 6.30. They they do their exercises. They then they brush their teeth. They take their shower. I'm treating this like a school day. Yeah. And then they eat they they eat their breakfast and they they get ready to do some school some work. And I was like, hmm. I told you we gotta sit down and create a, a tight schedule on them. Cause I know I'm up by like seven twenty. And they need so to be I, up too. So I can get started for work. Um, a beautiful thing is just rolling out of bed, brush my teeth, handle a little business. Ten minutes later, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm 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 working. I ain't, I got on uh, basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm like, I ain't wasting no outfit. I got my glasses on. I ain't got my contacts in. My hair is growing on the side. I ain't shaved. I'm gonna need you to take care of that. I'm starting to look like a uh, bozo the clown. Yeah, I, I got to shave because my hair to grow on the top. It grows on the sides, but I might line it up. <laughs> <laughs> I you, might, you I might line it up, it up. You line it up and see. I might line it up. I'm 39 now. I might have to start looking like an old see. man. Line it up and see. I did shave down my beard, though. Did you peep that? I, I did shaved peep the it. down real. I don't like it shaved down, but I did. But they, I've seen some things where it's like men with big beards. I don't have no big beard. I don't like mine getting that thick, but I need to get on Amazon and order some more yeah, clippers. But, but, I got trimmers. I need clippers for those you, head. You go, you go ahead and try to grow out a, a bozo, and let's see what happens. And I'm going to take you on a date to a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. I'm going to wear it suspenders. It won't be no time soon anyway. I'm going to wear suspenders. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm DJ That's Doris E. 
And I'm Maya Dorsey. This is another edition of the Dorsey Dan Podcast. Thanks for uh, listening from outside the window. Uh, <laughs> we're waving. <laughs> we're Until waving at y'all. Time. Until next time, we might do FaceTime, but you can't come in. We'll holla. Be safe.